Today's daf is Gitin daf Mem Tes. We are holding on the last line of daf Mem Ches Amid Beis. We started Parakani Zakin yesterday. Parakani Zakin, the first line of the parak tells us that Nizakin is Shamalan Ve'idis, that when someone gets paid for, or has to pay for damages that he had done, so he pays from the Idis. He pays from the best of his properties. And the Mishnah had said that all of these things, the seven halachas that we mentioned in the Mishnah, are all Mepneitikuna Olam, which makes it sound like they're all Dinim Midrabanan. So the Gemara raised the question, what do you mean, Mepneitikuna Olam? This is a Dindar Raisa, Meit of Sadeu, Meit of Karmel Yishalem. It's a Dindar Raisa. So the Gemara said yesterday, the first answer to that question is Abaye's answer that our Mishnah is assuming like the Sheet of Rabbi Yishmael, that Midar Raisa, we would assess the Idis based on the Nizik, and Midrabanan, Mepneitikuna Olam, we assess what's called Idis based on the mazik. Today we're going to have a second answer to that question. That's going to appear first on Amud Bey's of today's daf. A second answer to what our Mishnah means when we say, if really it's a din midaraisa. But before we get to that second answer, first we're going to explain exactly what this machlokas, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Ishmael is, when we say, what exactly are they really arguing about when they argue whether you assess the idis based on the nizik or the mazik? The Gemara is going to then give three explanations. Rabbi Kiva had this cryptic line in this Brisa where Rabbi Kiva says that Kalvachomer la Hegdish. What does Hegdish have to do with anything? What is Nizakin and Kalvachomer to Hegdish? So we're going to have three different possible explanations of that. And then on Amin Beis, the Gemara is going to explain why the Torah has uh, that Nizikin gets paid from Idis and why it is that a Balchom from Beninis and the Ksubasisha is from Ziburis, all halachas that we mentioned yesterday, but we're going to explain the basis for those halachas. And then the daf is going to conclude with dis- a discussion whether when we say ksubasisha biziburis, does that apply only if you're collecting the ksubasisha from yisomim, meaning the man dies and that's why she's collecting the ksuba from yisomim, that's when she's only entitled to ziburis. But if she collects it from the husband because they got divorced, she would be entitled to something better than ziburis. Or do we say no? Ksubasisha is always biziburis, no matter who she's collecting it from. And the gemara is going to have several proofs one way or the other in that discussion. So we left off at the very last line of Mem Chesem Beis Ella Amar We're trying to explain what exactly the Machlokas Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel is when they argue whether Bidinizik Shaiminan or Bidimazik Shaiminan. When we assess the Idis, whose Idis are we looking at? Salam Ravacha Bar Yaakov, Hacha Bemayaskinan, Kigon Shaysa Idis Dinizik, Kiziburis Dimazik. That the case is that the Idis of the, 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 the Pasuk that, 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 uh, that talks about um, the uh, collecting from the Idis, it's talking about where the Idis of the Nizik is uh, worse than the Ziburis or is as bad as the Ziburis of the Mazik, meaning the Mazik. Mazik has uh, karkaos that are worth a lot more than the Nizik's karkaos. The worst karka the Mazik, the Mazik has is worth the same as the best karka that the Nizik has. So Rabbi Shmuel Savar b'di Nizik Shaminan. Rabbi Shmuel says we're going to look at the Nizik's karka and therefore the best karka that the Nizik has is all you really have to pay in Torah, which means the Mazik can pay from his worst karka. And Rabbi Kiva Savar b'di Mazik Shaminan. Rabbi Kiva says no, we look at the Mazik 
Mazik's best karka, and therefore the Mazik is going to have to pay from his idis, not from his ziburis. Rabbi Kiveger points out that according to Rabbi Shmal, we would certainly assess the Nechasim at the time of the Nezek, because according to Rabbi Shmal, it's all based on the Nizik, so it's clearly, you're looking at what was uh, damaged, you're looking at the, the person who was damaged, so you would look at that at the Shasa Nezek. But according to Rabbi Akiva, it's not so partial when we would make this assessment. If you have to pay from the Idis, is it the Idis at the Shasa Nezek, or is it the Idis at the Shasa Tashlumen, when he's actually going to going to pay, meaning his uh, properties could change. So it's not so clear. That's, that's more, more of a discussion. More of a discussion. So says Mark, my time with Rabbi Shmuel, why is it that according to Rabbi Shmuel, we evaluate based on the nizik of uh, Meitav is determined based on the nizik? So he explains because it's a Xer Shava. Nemr Sada Lamata Nemr Sada Lamayla. The Torah used the word Sada when it talks about the Tashlumen of the Nezek and the Torah used the word Sada when it talks about the Maisa of the Nezek. So Masada Murlamala Dinizik, Avsada Murlamata Dinizik. So just like when it says Lamala, when it says Sada, I'm talking about the Mycenezik, obviously the field where the Mycenezik happened is the Nizik's field. So too, when we talk about the Tashlume, Hanezek paying the Nezek, it's got to be talking about the Nizik's field. So Rabbi Shmuel says that's why we always assess the Indus based on the Nizik. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva would respond, no, Savar Meitav Sadehu Yishalem. The Pasuk says, the best of his fields he shall pay. Meaning the best of whose fields? Of the guy who's Yishalem, the guy who's going to have to pay. The best of his own fields. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel would say, I acknowledge that that Pasuk sounds like it's talking about the best of the Mazik's fields. We have two competing drushas over here. We have Gzereshava, Sada, Sada, that sounds like we assess based on the Nizik's field, and we have the Pasuk, Meitav Sadeh Yishalem, that makes it sound like it's the Mazik's field that we assess by. So he says that both, both drushas are useful for us. The Gzereshava is very useful, like we said, that teaches us that we assess Meitav based on who the Nizik is, based on his fields. Ahani Kra, but the Pasuk is also useful for us in the following case. The Isle the Mazik, Idis Viziburis. If the Mazik has both Idis and Ziburis, Viziburis Dide Lo Shavya Ki Idis de Nizik, and the Ziburis of the Mazik is not worth what the Idis of the Nizik is worth, meaning the Ziburis of the Mazik is worth less than the Idis of the Nizik. The Idis of the Mazik is worth more than the Idis of the Nizik. Essentially, their fields don't align with each other. The Nizik's best fields are not quite as good as the Mazik's best fields, but they're better than the Mazik's lower level fields and the Mazik's worst fields. So that you pay from the Idis, in that case, of the Mazik. If you, had a, if you only had the Gzair Shava, you would have thought that the Nizik is not able to collect from the Karka that's worth more than his own Karka, than his own Idis, than his own best land. And if the Mazik doesn't have anything that's worth the same as the Nizik's best land, we should look at it as, look at it as if the Mazik has no idis at all, and therefore you'd only be able to collect from the Ziburis. So the Mishalim Lemi Meitav. So it's teaching in this case, still he gets the Mazik gets from the Meitav of and the Mazik has to pay from his own Meitav, even though it's worth more than the Nizik's Meitav. That's the case where you're going to pay from the Mazik's Meitav. So when the Mazik has karka that aligns perfectly with the Nizik. 
physics best field. So pay that, even if the mazik has more expensive karka also. But just pay what aligns with the nizik's idis. But if the mazik doesn't have any karka that aligns with the nizik's best fields, he has something a little worse, something a little better, you pay with the something a little better. You pay with the idis of the mazik in that case. Good, so now the Gemara goes, to discuss, goes on to discuss that one line that Rabbi Kiva had that was very difficult to understand. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Rabbi Yekiva had said in the Brisa that the Pasuk is not coming to, to is, is only coming to tell me that Nizakin collects from Idis and Kavachomer for Hegdish. So the Gemara is understanding that when we talk about Nizakin, that, uh, that when we say Kavachomer la Hegdish, we're saying that when it comes to damage, Hegdish is more Chamur than non Hegdish. So the Gemara says, well, what does that mean? My Kavachomer la Hegdish. In what way are Dinim of Hezik more chamur when you're dealing with Hegdish than when you're dealing with non-Hegdish. The Gemara is going to have three possibilities. Possibility number one. If you're going to say that the case is that our ox gores the ox of Hegdish, meaning that a, a regular person's ox gores the ox of Hegdish, well, that can't be the case, meaning if you want to say that, it, that a Hedyot's ox gores a Hegdish ox, and that's where Vikiva says that the, uh, the, that the Mazik pays from his Idis, from his own Idis, you can't say that because the Halach is the Mazik pays nothing. It's Kigach Shorei Ehu when your, your ox gores Shorei Ehu. But if it gores Shor Shal Hegdish, there's a, a complete Petur. There's no Tashlumen whatsoever. So that can't be what Rabbi Akiva is talking about. Rather, second possibility. Now the case must be that the guy is accepting upon himself a fellow not didn't, didn't do any damage. He accepts upon himself to pay a mana to the bedekabayis. He's mechayivisatzmo uh, to to pay a mana lebedekabayis, and he happens to not have any any cash. He has karka. So we learn that the asi gizbar vishakel meidus that the gizbar is entitled to come and take from the idus. And the kavuchomer is that if a hediot is mazik. Uh, so another idiot he pays from Idis Kavachomer if a hediot is chayiv money to hegdish then he should pay from Idis and it's not about nizikin it's just chayiv money to hegdish he owes money to hegdish why does he owe money because he was chayiv himself to pay hegdish that's how he owes the money so says Gemara but that doesn't make any sense lo yehei ele balchov balchov dino bebeninis but if a guy is mechayev himself, he should really have a status of a balchov. And a balchov doesn't collect from Edis, a balchov only collects from Beninis. Unless you say, well, maybe Rabbi Kiva disagrees with that. Maybe Rabbi Kiva holds that a Balchov also collects from Idis. Well, No, because you could say that a Balchov, over here when we mean Balchov, meaning a, a, a regular person, when he comes to collect his Chov, when, if, it were, if it were by Nezikin, if a regular person did damage... The Allah is he would get he would get Idis, right? So uh, Hegdish, where where if you damage Hegdish, the Hegdish gets nothing. So why would it be that you'd say a Kavachomer that uh, that uh, when you're a Balchov to Hegdish that you'd collect better than what a Balchov to Hedyot would collect when it comes to Nizikin to Hegdish? Hegdish collects 
less, zero, whereas a hegdish would collect more, so it would be incongruous. It wouldn't make sense that when you're dealing with an Ezekian, hegdish has a, the, the lower hand, and a regular hegdish would have the upper hand. When it comes to Balchov, hegdish should be, have the upper hand, hegdish should be better than hegdish. So rather, says the Gemara, third possibility. What did Rabbi Akiva mean? Go back to what we said originally. Liolam did nagche tura didan letura da hegdish. Our own ox, a regular person's ox, gored an ox of hegdish. Rabbi Akiva savalak Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya. And Rabbi Akiva assumes like Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya in the following brisa. Detanya, Rabbi Shimon ben Menasya, Omer shor shal hegdish shenagak l'shor shal hegdyot potter. That if a hegdish ox gores a hegdyot's ox, then it's going to be potter. Hegdish doesn't have to pay anything. But vishal hegdyot shenagak l'shor shal hegdyot Rabbi Shimon Nasya holds that if a hegdish ox gores a hegdish ox, then you're going to have to pay nezek shalim. It doesn't even make a difference whether it's tam or mud, because he makes the drasha sharei eu velo shar shal hegdish is not a miyot pater any time you do nezek uh, based on uh, you do nezek to hegdish like the chacham said. He learns that din, it just teaches us that the din of hegdish is entirely different than the din of hegdish. Meaning, it's always going to be different than the din of hediot. Sometimes lekula, and sometimes lechumra. When a shor shal hegdish is the one that's the mazik, so then that trust is coming to teach us that only a shor of hediot that's mazik is chayiv, but a shor of hegdish that's mazik is totally potter. But when a shor of hegdish is the nizik, that very same drush is telling us that when a shor of hediot is the nizik, the Torah was makel that a tam only pays chatsi nizik. But when a shor of hegdish gets it's damaged. You're always going to pay Nezek Shalem, even if it's a Tam. So Sharei Eu Velo Shor Shal Hagdish is not telling us that you're always Potter when dealing with Hagdish. It's telling us that the Din of a Shor Shal Hagdish is different than a Shor Shal Hadyot. Whether the Shor Shal Hagdish is the Mazik or whether the Shor Shal Hagdish is the Nizik. If the Shor Shal Hagdish is the Mazik, we're always going to be more Makel, he's not going to have to pay anything. If the Shor Shal Hagdish is the Nizik, we're going to be more Machmir, you're always going to have to pay Nezek Shalem, even if it happened to have been a short time. If Rabbi Kiva really holds like a Shum ben that a hediot that's mazik hegdish is chayiv, well then maybe that's the entire machlokas. How do I know that Rabbi Kiva argues on Rabbi Shmuel in the case that we said before, where the ziburis of the mazik is worth what the idis of the nizik is worth, where Rabbi Shmuel said the mazik pays his own ziburis, and Rabbi Kiva said, no, the mazik's got to pay his own best stuff, the idis of the mazik. Maybe Rabbi Kiva really agrees to Rabbi Shmuel that when we look for idis, we're looking at the idis of the nizik. Maybe the entire machlokas Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Shmuel is only about this issue of a shor shel hegdish. Maybe that's all they're arguing about when a shor shel hegdish gores when you, when a shor shel hegdish gores a shor shel hegdish. Do you pay or do you not pay? Rabbi Ishmael says, Pater, Sharei Ehu, Velo Shor Shalagdish. And Rabbi Akiva would say, No, Nezek Shalem. You pay everything, even if you're a Tam. You pay everything. Maybe that's the whole Machlokas. And there is no Bidinizik, Bidamazik discussion. Rabbi Akiva, Savalak Rabbi Shim Menasya. Rabbi Ishmael, Savalak Rabbanan. Rabbi Akiva will hold like Rabbi Shim Menasya. And Rabbi Ishmael would hold like the, like the Rabbanan. Maybe that's the whole Machlokas. Says Gemara, three reasons why that cannot be the entire Machlokas. First of all, im kain my loba hakasov. If if it were true that Rabbi Kiva was modet Rabbi Ishmael, that when you're looking for idis, you're looking 
at the uh, the karka of the nizik uh, to determine what the idus is, and if the ziburis of the mazik is worth the idus of the nizik, you could get away with paying your own ziburis. The mazik get away with paying his own ziburis. Then what is the phrase lo bahakasim? That phrase lo bahakasim sounds like that the pasuk is not teaching what Rabbi Yishmael said it's teaching. Rather, it's teaching a different din. So it has to be that Rabbi Kiva is being chalik on what Rabbi Yishmael just said. And what did Rabbi Yishmael just say? Rabbi Yishmael just said that we assess idus based on the nizik. Comes Rabbi Kiva says, no, no, that's not what the Pasuk is teaching us. So it must be that Rabbi Kiva disagrees with that fundamental point that we assess, and he's going to say we assess based on the idus of the mazik. He may argue also about Rabbi Shimba Manasya, but Loba Akasim shows that he argues about how we assess what's called idus and what's not called idus. That's the first reason why we reject this possibility that the whole Machlokas only centers around Rabbi Shimon Manasius Shita. Second reason we rejected Vaod my Kalvachomer Lahagdish. Furthermore, uh, another raya that Rabbi Kiva's machmir on the mazik to collect that, that he, got, he has to pay from his own idis, and he's not makel that he gets to pay his own ziburis when it matches the nizik's idis. Because how would you explain kalvachomer lahegdish? Could you say that if you're makel on the mazik who's mazik ahediot kalvachomer that you'd be makel on a mazik that's magdish, that's mazik hegdish? Someone who's mazik hegdish, there's more reason to assume we should be more machmir with him. Kalvachomer lahegdish sounds like we're taking the din that we just said and we're applying it as a kavachom lagdish. Well, if the din we just said was a kula, then we're going to say, yeah, let the mazik off easy. Let him pay a lesser amount when he's mazik somebody else. And kavachomer will let him off easy when he's mazik hagdish. What do you mean kavachomer will let him off easy when he's mazik hagdish? We should throw the book at him when he's mazik hagdish. That's a much more uh, a hurtful uh, hezek to be mazik, to be mazik hagdish. Ah, oh, but if Rabbi Kiva's being machmir and he's saying that mazik sheminan, that you always have to pay your best, then I understand just said a chumrah. Say if we're even going to be machmir when you're mazik hadiot, then we're certainly going to be machmir when you're mazik uh, when you're mazik hagdish. So that's the uh, that's at least the the pashup shot in uh, in our gemara. Tosos raises the question: if that which the mazik doesn't pay his own idis is a uh, kula, but there's also a tzad chumrah that he pays the idis of the nizik, not the ziburis of the uh, of the nizik. Meaning it's not all a kula; it's a little bit of a chumrah as well. So Tosos uh, gives different suggestions how to read this line in the uh, in the Gemara. Va'od, and then the third reason why we cannot suggest that the whole Machlokas Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva is only about whether we hold that Rabbi Shmuel and because Ha'amar Ravashi Tanya Behedya Mate of Sadeu Mate of Karmel Yishalem that Ravashi says you know we do have an explicit brisa that says here is the pasuk Mate of Sadeu Mate of Karmel Yishalem Mate of Sadeu Shal Nizik and Mate of Karmel Shal Nizik Div Rabbi Yishmal Rabbi Yishmal very clearly darshins that we're talking about the idis the very best field of the Nizik Rabbi Akiva Amir Mate of Sadeu Shal Mazik Mate of Karmel Shal Mazik and Rabbi Akiva says very clearly we're talking about the best fields of the mazik. So now it makes it impossible. You, there's no way you could say that the whole machlokas of Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Shmuel is only do you go like Rabbi Shimba Menasya when you're a shor, gore is a hegdish shor, do you have to pay or not pay? That's all You can't say that. It says beferish. They're arguing about how we define the word metav. Who's metav? Nizik or mazik? So good. So you have to say that they're arguing about both of those issues. 
Period. That's the end of that discussion. Now says the Gemara, wait a second, we started this whole parak by saying that Nizakin is measured by Idis and it's Mipnei Tikuna Olam. Adin Midrabanan that we determined for Tikuna Olam that when you do damage you're going to have to pay from the best fields. So the Gemara raised the question, what do you mean Tikuna Olam? It's Adin Daraisa. So we, the first answer we gave was Abaye's answer. That Midaraisa, yeah, you have to pay from the best, but only from the Nizik's best. Comes uh, Rabbi Shvall and says, no, you even have to pay from the Mazik's best field. Now the Gemara is going to suggest that uh, a different answer to that question. That maybe Mnei means something else entirely. Ravina Amar Asnisin Rabbi Akivahi. Maybe the Mishnah is even assuming like Rabbi Akiva. Da Amar Midaoraisa Bidamazik Shaiminan. Rabbi Akiva holds that even on a Daoraisa level, you have to pay from the Mazik's best fields, even if it's worth more than the Nizik's best fields. That Midaoraisa, you have to pay the best of the best of the best, the Mazik's best fields. Aye, then what's the Tikkunah Olam? It's a Dindal Raisa that the Mishnah is telling me. There is no Tikkunah Olam. No, you know what it means? Rabbi Shimon, he did Darish Taim Very important line. That our Mishnah is assuming like Rabbi Shimon, that's Darish Taim Meaning, when our Mishnah uses the word Mepnei Tikkunah Olam, do not associate that phrase with the Dindar Abanan. Just because we're giving a reason for why you're paying the Mazik's best does not mean that it's a Dindar Abanan. It's a Dindar Raisa and we're giving the reason for the Dindar Raisa. Because we're assuming like Rabbi Shimon who's Doresh Taim that the reason for the Dindar the Mishnah is explaining the reasoning for the din. Why is it that when you do damage, you pay from only your best fields? That's because of Tikuna Olam. That's because of some concern that we have of Tikuna Olam, which the Bryce is now going to elaborate what exactly that concern is that we force that the Mazik should have to pay from his best. But that, 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 that's what the Torah was concerned about, not what the Rabbanon were concerned about. Very critical to over here on the top. Rabbi Shimoni the Darish Taim of the Kra says Tosos Lo Pligi Elehechadika Nafkusa. The whole Machlokas Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim, whether we're Darish Taim of the Kra or not Darish Taim of the Kra, is not a Machlokas whether we're interested in the reasons for the dinam of the Torah. Of course we're interested in the reasons for the dinam of the Torah. You open up a Mar Nevuchim, you open up a Sefer HaChinuch, Mishar Mitzvah, the Sefer HaChinuch has in every mitzvah. Here are the reasons for the mitzvah. There are some of the reasons. We don't know all of this. Some of the reasons for the, uh, for the mitzvah. We're always interested in learning the reasons for the mitzvah. What they're arguing about, Rabbi Shimon and Necham, is, is time of the Kra, one of the Mido Shatar in the Dresh's band. Is time of the Kra something that affects the halacha, that just like I could derive a new halacha from a Gezer Shavah, from a Kaldachomer, from all the Yirgim Lidah Shatan and in the Bryce of Rabbi Shmuel, Taim Adekra is another thing that I can use to figure out a halacha, and if the Tam doesn't apply, the halacha won't apply, and if the Tam is adjusted, the halacha would be adjusted. That's the Machlokas. Rabbi Shmuel thinks we're Doresh, not just we low-made Taim Adekra, everyone knows we're low-made Taim Adekra. Doresh, Doresh, as in Adrash, as in Yirgim Lidah Shatan and Adrash has been, that we can actually learn halacha from it. So like for example where it says uh, taking a Begad Almana why is it that you're not allowed to take a Begad Almana as a Mashkon because every single day you're going to have to return it because she has nothing else to wear well that only applies if it's an Almana Aniyah if she's poor if she's rich and she has plenty of Begadim you're not going to have any concern that you're going to have to go return it every day problem is if you go return it every day it's going to lead to Chashad people are going to see a guy always going to this Almana's house and coming back and she lives alone it's not going to look good but if she's an Ashira it won't necessarily 
necessitate going to her house all the time, there should be no problem. So that's the that's where there's enough kamina la'alacha. Can you or can you not take a beggar almana? That's the issue. Now there is a, uh, a discussion in the Akronim whether whether Rashi agrees to this. Meaning this is the shita. This is the shita of Tosfos that darshin and time to The whole discussion of darshin and time to is only an issue of uh, when it's a nafkamina lahalacha. Rashi masech Sanhedrin daf kufyud beis amidalif sounds like yolz machlok shem lechamim is even when there's no chiluk lemaisi. Even when there's no there's no nafkamina ladina because the gemara over there says about an irani dachas that when you have an irani dachas we're over the city worshipped of a czar so you got to burn down the entire city. So the gemara over there says what about the nichsei tzadikim ba'osayir? There were some tzadik in the rove of the city did have a czar, but there are some people that were screaming to tshuva, whatever, and, that, and just didn't work. They, they failed. So what about their nechassim? Do we burn that as well? So the Gemara says, yeah, we destroy that as well. So the Gemara explains, why is it that we take the nechsei tzadikim and we destroy that as well? Rabbi Shimon says, mi garmlem sheyaduru betocha mamonam, lefichach mamonam avad. What was the excuse that Sadiq had to live in such a terrible neighborhood with such terrible people? It must be. That's where they had Parnassa. That's where they was comfortable. The houses were nicer. So it was their mammon that caused them to live there. It was their money that caused them to live there. Good. Let their money be destroyed. Yeah, personally, they're very righteous. But they made a decision based on their money. Let their money be destroyed. So Rashi over there explains that Rabbi Shimon is Lashitaso, that he's Dorish, time of Dekra. What do you mean? That he's Dorish, time of Dekra. What, what nafkamina does the time of Dekra have over here? In that case, it doesn't make any difference what the time of Dekra is. What difference would it make? Either way, the halach is the same. You destroy the nichsei tzaddikim. So some are middayik from Rashi, that Rashi holds that the machlokas, whether darshin and time of Dekra or not, is not only when there's nafkamina la'alacha, even when there's no nafkamina la'alacha. Tosiantov quotes Rashi and says, "Veli nira the kivin de leinian din lo nafkamina midi nas natara lidrosh taimei." That since minadin there's no nafkamina, that's why we could be dorish time taima. We could do we could be dorish the time. So according to Rashi, Tosiantov understands Rabbi Shimon the machlok Rabbi Shimon the is even when there's no chilik ladina, even when there's no nafkamina ladina. However, in the Tosus Chadashim he says, "What are you talking about? There is a nafkamina lamaisa in the case of the Aaron Dachas." He says as follows. Let's say you have a case where the tzaddik doesn't live in that city, but he has nechassim that came to Yerusha in that city. His, his grandfather lived in that city. His grandfather was a Russia. His grandfather or whatever, his, whether he was a Russia or not, his grandfather lived in that. The tzaddik didn't live in that city. He wasn't drawn to that city. He lived in, uh, you know, in some poor city in, uh, you know, in Meisharim, I don't know, some, some poor section of Yerushalayim where he doesn't have two nickels rubbed together. But he has a Yerusha that happened to come in that city. So you're going to say that his nechassim should be destroyed because look what he allowed his money to make his decisions for him. So in that case, Rabbi Shev, if you're Doresh time of the Kra, Rabbi Shimon would say, no, so you can't destroy his stuff anymore because it wasn't his money that made his decision. But the Chav, who are not Dorish time of the cross, say, would say that the Nechsei Tzadikim are destroyed. So even Rashi might agree to Shita Satosvos that the Machlokas Rabbi Shimon and the Chav is only when there's Nafkamina Ladina. Rav Shachter in Sefer Eretz HaTzvi on page uh, Kuf Lamed Hay in, uh, in Sefer Eretz HaTzvi points out that maybe this relates very much to the discussion we have about Dinim de Rabbanan. When it comes to Dinim de Rabbanan, sometimes Rabbanan to make a din, and uh, even if the reason for the din goes away, we still we still keep the din mitrabanan. Other times, Rabbanu make a din, 
And as soon as the reason goes away, so then we're not worried about the din anymore. Well, when, how are we magdir? Which dinim drabanan are we still concerned about even if the reason doesn't apply? And which dinim drabanan are we concerned about when the reason does apply? So what he suggests is that those dinim drabanan, that the Chachamim included the reason in the Nusach HaGzeira, that they, they said, not just Tam, it's Asr. It's Asr because, and that was the Nusach of the Gzeira, Asr because, where it gives the reason, that's the Rabbanan telling us that if the reason doesn't apply, don't worry about the Gzeira anymore. But if they just made the Gzeira Stam, they could have had all the reasons in the world, and we could know very clearly what their motivation was. But that wasn't the Nusach HaGzeira. The Nusach HaGzeira was just Stam. They're making an Isser, then even if the reason falls away, the Isser is going to remain, because that was the Nusach HaGzeira. Where do we get such an idea that it depends whether they, they made a Nusach of the Gzeira that way or not? He says, It's patterned after how the Torah applies the Tam for the Dinei Torah. When the Torah doesn't give a reason, so we may guess what those reasons are, and then we have a Machlokes, Rabbi Shimon and the Chachabim, whether we can be Dorish those reasons, whether we're Darshin on time and Dekra, and we pass them like the Chachabim, that we cannot be Dorish time and Dekra. So if the reason is not explicit in the Torah, even if we know it, we know what the reason is, but it's not explicit in the Torah, then even if the reason doesn't apply, the Din still has to apply. We pass them like the Chachabim, Lo Darshin on time and Dekra. But when the Torah is explicit about the reason, so then we're gonna we're gonna paskin that uh, that, that that the reason does make a difference. So lahalach we paskin um, in the bright like the brice of Rabbi Yishmael that their yud gimel midosh ben and time with the kra is not one of them. So uh, but the Gemara in Sanhedrin indicates where it says beferish the time with the kra right next to the mitzvah lo because of lo levavo king shouldn't have too many wives. So that. That's where the Chabim hold like Shittas Rabbi Shimon that you can be Doresh, time of the Kra. It sounds like according to uh, the, Gemara, the Gemara in Sanhedrin. So that's where the Ke'enda Oraisa, that the Rabbanon patterned themselves after the, uh, the, the Dinim Daraisa in terms of the way that they made Dinim to Rabbanon. So this is the important uh, issue of time of the Kra. So now, let's see the Brisa over here. The Brisa is going to explain what is the time of the Kra. So essentially what we just said was that it's a Dinda Oraisa that when you damage, you have to pay from the Idis. But the Dindar Rice has a reason for it. What is that reason? Detanya, we have a Bryce that tells us fellows. Why is it that we would assess Nizakin from based on Idis? There are two Girsos over here. The Girs of the Rif and the Rosh is not Mipne Ma Omru, but Mipne Ma Omra Torah. A very, very big difference. Ma Omra Torah means we're, we're trying to discover the reason for the Dindar Raisa. Amru would imply that it's a din midrabanan. So that's the girsa of the riff and the rush. Ma amra Torah. The Ketzos points out that midar raisa. Well, we'll see the girsos when it comes to the balchov. So anyway, ma amra Torah. Let's say that the nizakin is beidis because of the gazlanim and the chamsanim. The kedusha yomer adam that a person should say lama ani lama ani Why it's not worth it to go into a career of crime where I'm going to go and steal from people. I'm going to rob people because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to steal whatever I steal. Maybe good stuff, maybe bad stuff, maybe high quality, maybe low quality. When I get caught. You know what Bezin going to take from me? They're going to take my best stuff. Lemachar Bezin Yardel and Nachasai Minotin Sadanashali Bezin is going to come and they're going to take my very best field. V'samukal Mashkas B'Torah and and they're going to do that because it says in the Torah Meit of Sadeu Meit of Carmel Yishalim Lefichach Amrani Zakin Shamalem Beidis. 
And that's why we say that Nizakin is Shamalan be Idis, that we that when when you're paying for damages, you're always gonna pay from the Idis. It's interesting. Nizakin, what does that have to do with Kazlanim and Khamsanim? So the implication is that Kazlanim and Khamsanim are some of the Avas Nizikin. That's a uh, that's that's a discussion in the first paragraph of Sakhs Babakama. How many Avas Nizikin are there? So there are different prices in the first we we're we're used to our Bavas Nizikin, that uh Sharbar Mavahevra, the first mission Babakama. But if you learn through the parak, it tells you prices. No, there are thirteen. Avos Nizikin, there are 24 Avos Nizikin. So Gezel is one of the Avos Nizikin on the list of 24. So that's what we're assuming, that, that's, that, that counts as, uh, <coughs> as Nezek. The Rashba and the Chuvin, the, the Shoel and the Rashba's Chuva wanted to say that whenever we say the Mazik pays me Metav, is only where the Tam of Rabbi Shimon applies. Meaning that the guy is going to have this whole cheshbin that it's not worth it because I'm going to end up having to pay me metav, so it's not worth to go into the crime. But what if the whole reason doesn't apply? For example, we know that he didn't intend to steal, he didn't intend to damage. His behema goes into the Rosh Rabbim and eats something, where he only has to pay mashanan, it's not even mashayazika. So should we say that then he wouldn't have to pay the idis either? That's what the Shoal in the Chuvas Rashba says, that if the whole time that he pays the idis is to discourage a life of crime, that's only when he's purposely committing a crime. But if he didn't do it on purpose, his animal just got away and happened to eat something where it clearly wasn't on purpose, maybe then he shouldn't have to pay. From the Yiddish, so the Rashba says, nothing doing. He says, even though the Tam is not Shaykh by all the types of Mazikim, and there are Mazikim where it's clear that he has no kavana to do any damage, still you're going to have to pay from the Yiddish. He says, because think about it, the, 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 mission, the, the Brisa tells us, if someone is Mazik Chavero when he's sleeping, the mission rather tells us, if someone is Mazik Chavero when he's sleeping, he has to pay me Yiddish. Meaning that's the mission in Babakama, Adam Adiolam. No matter what an Adam does, he does damage, he's always considered a mood. He's always going to have to pay everything. So even if he's sleeping, he's going to have to pay Mene Idis. So, uh, so certainly it must be that it's a low plug. That any time, since there are some cases where an Adam Amazik is going to do so intentionally and he'll think, and, and, and to discourage him, it's worthwhile to let him know that he's going to have to pay me Meitav. So even when he's not doing so intentionally, he's still going to have to pay from, from Meitav. That, that Indian of sleeping is not so partial. The Gemara and Baba Kama says that if any damage that he does, Adam or the old, the Mishnah Baba Kama says he's always going to be chayiv, but tells us from Yerushalmi that if a guy goes to sleep and then someone comes and puts Kalim next to him and he rolls over and he breaks the Kalim, the guy put Kalim next to him after he fell asleep and he rolls over and he breaks the Kalim, that he's going to be Pater. So that's a discussion that we show. Well, which is it? Do we really say Adam Adiolam that he's always going to have to pay? Or do we say that there are certain cases where it's so far beyond his control that he's not going to have to pay at all? Okay, that's a discussion for when we get to Baba Kama a few months away. So uh, says Gemara, uh, f- further, says the Bryce of further. Now we just explained the logic for <coughs> why Nezikin pays from Idis, and why is it that a Balchov pays from Beninis? If Balchov would get paid from Idis, we're afraid here's what's going to happen. A fellow is going to look at his friend's yard, his friend's field, his friend, and he's going to say, wow, that's a beautiful house. I wish I had that house. You know what? I know that he's in some financial trouble. I'll lend him money, and I know he's going to squander. He's, going to, you know, I, he's not going to sell me the house if I ask him to buy it, because he loves his house, and that's going to be a violation of the Sachmud. Yesterday's parashat, to, to convince him to, to 
to sell me his house. That's going to be a violation of the Sachman. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lend him money. I know he's never going to be able to pay me back. I know how much debt he's in. He's never going to be able to pay me back. And then I'll be able to go grab his house and I'll be able to take the house because it's his idis. I'll be able to get the best. That's why they say, no, no, a Balchov only gets from the Bainanis. A Balchov can't get from the, from the best. So you'll be discouraged from trying to take advantage of the other fellow. Well, if that's the case, if we're really concerned about that, then let him only collect from the Ziburis. Says more, no, there's a balance in Kenat to Noel Delis Bifnei because then you're going to discourage people from ever lending money to anybody. Why would I want to lend money if I know that if he doesn't have cash, I'm only going to get his worst? So on the one end, you don't want to give me something that's that's too low because then I'm never going to lend money to him in the first place. You don't want to give me something that's too high quality because then I'm going to lend money to take advantage of him rather than to do him a favor. So that's why they settled... On the Bainanis. So there are two Girsos in the Rishonim over here. The Girsa, the Rashba, and the Shita Sakadmonim is Mipnei Ma Omru Balchov Bebainanis. According to that Girsa, it's clear that without the Takadus Chachamim, a Balchov would have collected Midal Raisa because the Gemara is saying that had it not been for the concern that he's going to want to take advantage, sounds like he would have taken from the Idis, but the, on the Darais level. So it didn't mean the Rabban that he gets the Bainus. But the Girs of the Rif and the Rash, Torah. Why does the Torah say a Balchov gets the Ben? It sounds like this is explaining the Dindar Raisa just like the last Halacha was explaining a Dindar Raisa. The Halacha of Nizikin from Midas was explaining the Dindar Raisa. According to those we showed him that are Goris, we play Ma Amru, that Midar Raisa Balchov really gets from the Idis. So then the question becomes where, where in the Torah does it say that? What indication does the Torah give us that a Balchov really gets from the Idis? So there are several repro- approaches in the Rishonim to try to find where the Torah really says that. The Ritva writes, maybe we learn it from the Pasuk itself that says of a Balchov, because the Torah says that the Lovin gives the Malva the Pachos Shabakalim, that he gives him uh, no matter what Kalim he has, he can give that. Well, Pachos Shabakalim, any Metaltalin has a Dinavidis. So if the if he can get the Pachos Shabakalim, so you see that clearly Midaraisa, he gets Idis, because uh, when it comes to the, the Karka equivalent of even the Pachos Shabakalim is Idis. And there are several other Shitos and Rishonim where we would have gotten that idea. The Continues. We have Machlokas Tanoim. What Ksubasisha collects from the Ziburis or the Beninus? Why is it that Ksubasisha only collects from Ziburis? Because men need more encouragement to get married than women do. Women are always more interested in getting married, men are always uh, less interested. So, in order to make it uh, more encouraging, for the man to get married, we tell him, look, yeah, you're going to be mechaev yourself in the ksuba, it's going to be worth a lot of money, but don't worry, the woman wants, you're only going to have to pay for, from Ziburis. Davar acher, Plus, a man can choose to get divorced, uh, even Balkarcha of the Isha, a woman is not in control of the whole divorce situation. So, how does that explain anything to do with Ziburis? The fact that you could be Magarish and Isha Balkarcha, but an Isha can't be Magarish a husband? What does that have to do with collecting from Ziburis? Ksuba Mina. 
The Gemara is saying, no, no, that last line of the Brisa, that Davar Acher, is addressing a totally different issue. Nothing to do with Ziburis. What that last line of the Brisa is addressing is, why is it that Ksuba only goes in one direction? Right, why do we have a Ksuba? That it shouldn't be easy to get divorced. We want you to have to think twice before you get divorced. You want to get divorced, it's going to cost you whatever it's worth nowadays, $60,000, let's say, something like that. It's going to cost you some money to get divorced. So before you spend $60,000, you've got to think about it a little, a, a little bit. So it's going to cost you some money. Well, what if she's the one that's pushing for the divorce? Shouldn't she have to pay for a Ksuba? If, she, if the guy wants to stay married, she's the one that wants to get divorced. Shouldn't she have to pay a Ksuba? Why is it that we were only misacking the Ksuba in one direction? So that's what we're explaining. Tashima, Isha Yotzel Ritzona Vishalol Ritzona, Vishay Nemotzi El Ritzono, Efshar Demachila Begita, that you have that a man can, can push a divorce. A woman is not able to push a divorce. So the woman can't make that decision to get divorced. Only a man can make the decision to get divorced. And that's why the Ksuba only goes in one direction. Rabbi Tam in Ksuba Samach Gimlam Beis brings a riot from here that if a woman says, that, uh, that, that, that I, I'm, I'm sick of my, of my husband and I don't want to have anything to do with him, that we can't force him to divorce her because if we could force him to divorce her, Aragumar says we would have been Misaki Miksuba. Meaning if a woman can say, I don't want anything to do with him anymore, I want a divorce, and she can force the divorce, then, then if, if that would have been the halacha, then she would be able, then, then the chazal would have instituted ksuba in the other direction as well. However, the Rambam in the 14th paragraph of Chosishus holds that we are kofa, that if she says, I don't want to be mishamishim, you know, I'm sick, I think he's sickening, so we do force him to divorce her, and that's why we pass in Shulchanarach of Nezer, in uh, Paskin's, I'm sorry, the Shulchanarach of Nezer Paskin's uh, like the Shitas Harashva, ha which is what I, I think. I think like the like the Rambam says, like the, like the Rambam says, Ksubas Isha Beziburis. Ksubas Isha collects from Ziburis. Great Chiddush. You don't only say Ksubas Isha collects from Ziburis only if she's collecting it from the Yisomin. But if she's collecting straight from the husband, she collects from the Beninus. Miyasmi. Well, if she's collecting from Yisomin, my year Ksubas Isha. Why would we only say Ksubas Isha collects from the Ziburis? No matter what you're collecting, you collect from the Ziburis. Even even if you're collecting uh, if you're collecting from Yisomim, you always get Ziburis. One of the Takanas we had in our Mishnah was No matter who's collecting from Yisomim, you always get from the Ziburis. So it must mean when we say even if you're collecting straight from the guy. Says no. Maybe is only when you're collecting from the Yisomim. What's the Chiddush of Ksubasisha? One might have thought that because of her chain, the Rabbanon are more mekel, that she should be able to collect from better than Ziburis. Even we want to be kind to her, we want to be nice to her, in order, as Rashi understands, in order to encourage her to want to get married. So we let her know that you'll be able to collect from better than Ziburis. No, whenever you're collecting from Yisomim, it's only from Ziburis. Tosav here in Mishumchina says, what do you mean, in order to encourage her to want to get married? Didn't we just get through saying that a woman doesn't need any encouragement to want to get married? That it's the guy that needs encouragement? Tells us two other rayas. That it always goes in the other direction. We never assume she needs the encouragement. So Tosav understands the Mishumchina is that we want to treat her with dignity so that people will view her as a dignified woman so that men will want to marry her. Meaning it's, it's ironic. You 
would think that giving her the upper hand and allowing her to collect from Beninus would mean that people would be less inclined to marry her because it's going to cost their Yisomim more money. But on the other hand, it, it tells them that it's a way of sending a signal that she's a high-class, dignified woman. And that, that itself is appealing to the person. So he's going he's to want to marry her. So we'll do the first Raya. Amar Rava Toshima. We'll bring a Raya. Rameir Amar Ksumasisha Beninus. Rameir says Ksumasisha collects from the Beninus. Miman, Ile Mimi If he's collecting from the Yisomim, if she's collecting from the Yisomim, let's say the Rameir, does Rameir not hold that when you're collecting from Yisomim, you only collect from the Ziburis? How can he say from the Beninus? Elolav Mine. So it must be that you're collecting straight from the husband. Michlal Drabanan Savri. Ziburis. Sounds like the Rabbanon who disagree with Rameir hold that even when you collect straight from the husband, you still only get the Ziburis. So it's a raya against this Chiddush of Marzutra. Nachman. So says Marlowe, Maybe when we say Ziburis, it's only when you're collecting from the Yisomin. But Ksubasisha is different as, 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 as we said, because of Chain. Meaning over here it's not just a Havamina. We're saying that Taka Ksubasisha is different because of Chain, that, that uh, that, that she could collect from the uh, from the Bainanis, even from the Yisomim, according to Rabbi Meir. Okay, but we'll do. We'll discuss Abayi's raya starting uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah.